Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson. Until the whole world knows, that was the driving force behind these great messages from Warren Litzman. That's what he wanted. He wanted the world, the entire world, to hear this in Christ message, this most important message. And boy, what great, great messages he left behind when he left this world. We've got these messages archived, and we bring you a new one each and every week, and this week is no exception. Let's get right into it. Here's Warren. Greetings. Greetings in Jesus' name. Say, you know what a privilege it is to join with you today? That's the greatest thrill of my life, is being able to get together with people who want to go on in the Lord, who want to learn of the Lord, who want to grow up in the Christ that lives in them. Always remember, it isn't Christ that's growing in you. It's you that's growing in Christ. You were placed in Christ. You either grow in Him or you don't grow spiritually. You either grow in Him or you don't grow at all for the things that God has created you for and to be. So I'm here to talk to people today who want to grow up in the Christ they live and move and have their being in. I've been talking to you about some of the words written in Ephesians chapter 4, and we're ready to go on to verse 23. It says that you put off concerning the former conversation the old man which is corrupt according to deceitful lust. Now that's a loaded verse. And I'll try to treat it as well as it ought to be treated. May the Holy Spirit help you to hear and help me to speak to your hearing that you might grow up in Him. That's the joy there is in life. You see, when Christ becomes your life, your life is a healing life. Healing life. Most people that are in the healing business, doctors and surgeons and this sort of people, don't say much about Christ being the healer inside of people. But there are some that do, there are some that say that positively, that the healer lives in you. He who makes the money lives in you. He never makes a mistake, and he never steals. So you see, I could go on and on with this, but the Christ who lives in you is able to do above and beyond anything you could ever think. And this verse takes us into some of the fuller dimensions of the Christ-like message. You will. Let's just look at the first line of it. That you put off concerning the former conversation of the old man. What does it mean to put off? It means that this is something you must do, something you can do, and until you do it, the Christian life will always be lacking for you. Now, that's plain and blunt, is it not? I hear so many people running down Christianity. There are so many people who talk against being saved, against the cross, against the shed blood of Jesus. So many people who take that route. They think that's something God called them to do. Well, it wasn't God, but it was a God of this world. But let me tell you, there is something said in this first line that is so important that you, are responsible for putting off the conversation 
the walk you had in the old world, the life you lived in the flesh. Who's going to put it off? You're going to put it off. Now, let me tell you something. That life is already dead. It's already dead. Your life in sin, your life in your transgressions, whatever you do that's wrong, filthy, evil, or whatever, it's already been killed. Paul would say, I am crucified. The I am, the old life, the old way, the old man. I am crucified with Make a big emphasis on that with, not by Christ, Christ not for me, but with me, with me. So let me tell you the missing secret that's been so long espoused in Christianity. When Christ was in Gethsemane, he drank the cup. I believe in that cup was your sin and my sin, your need and my need. And when he drank it, it went into his body. Into his body. Didn't say into his soul. Didn't say it went into his spirit. It went into his body. What does the scripture say about that? He bore. The Old Testament says it. And even the New Testament. He bore in his body my sins and transgressions. Well, if they were in his body... When he died on the cross, your sins and transgressions died with him. And when you accept Jesus Christ, that goes into motion. That goes into action. Your old life is past. That's the word conversation here. Your old way of doing things is past. Over in Romans 6, Paul would say it a little differently. He would say, in knowing this, in other words, he says, this is one of the things you've got to know. If you don't know it, you're not going to work out right. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified, W-I-T-H, with Christ. Not by Christ. I said that. It is not Christ for you. It's Christ as you. You are in him. Every person was in him with their sin. Every ungodly person living in our world today was in him. Even the awful dictators have done the gross misery in our generation. Even the awful people that put out movies and television with ungodliness as their taste. All of them were in him. In Christ. Not in a spiritual sense, but in a literal sense. For it was literal drinking of the cup. It was literal dying on the cross. His death. Your death. His death. Your death. His way of handling it was in his body. If we just knew that. We'll be back to Warren in just a moment. First, we'd like to take this time to recognize one of our team members who does a wonderful, very important job each week, and that's Tammy Laycock. Along with these podcasts, when you 
go to download them, you'll also see a post. And Tammy posts these wonderful different things each week concerning the message of that day. She learned about the In Christ message a few years ago. She's read most of Warren's books, and it's just changed her life. She loves the In Christ message. So be sure, take a few minutes, read the post each week along with the podcast from Tammy Laycock, and I think you'll enjoy it. And she puts things in a way just like Warren, where you can really understand it. Let's get back now. Here's Warren. I talk to alcoholics often. I get to an AA meeting and They asked me to speak. I've always wondered why, because I talk about something they don't know anything about hardly. But I talk to the alcoholics that their trouble is a body trouble and a mind trouble. They become hooked on alcohol. They say they're addicted. But that addiction was in Christ when he died on the cross. It's dead now. Today it is dead, dead now not going to die. It's dead now. Their old life is dead. Their old walk in the world is dead. The most shameful thing I've ever seen in Christianity is that the majority of people who get saved one way or another, whatever they do to be saved where they are, step right back into the world with the same thoughts, same dreams, same ideas, same motions, same way of doing things as if they never got saved. As if they never got saved. Did they get saved? Whosoever believeth shall be saved. Whosoever believeth shall be saved. That's an earmark of grace. That's the way it is in grace. If you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you will be saved. But there's a lot to that word believing we don't know much about. If you believe on him just to save you from your sin, that he died for your sin, I think grace might cover some people with that short prayer. But dear friend, I want to tell you, there's more to it than that. There's more to it than that. When he died, these old things in your life died also. Now you'll find me coming back to this thought I'm about to talk about for a moment many times because it is deep in me. I used to be a counselor, used to head the counseling center in our city here. And I dealt with these things. I dealt with people who just couldn't stop their habits. They couldn't give up their drugs. They couldn't give up their alcohol. They couldn't get up, give up whatever it was that was terrorizing other people. They couldn't give it up. And so I'd look them straight in the eye and I'd say, all you got to do is change your mind about it. But you know what? It was in their mind they didn't want to give it up. Why did I say that? Because it was already dead with Christ on the cross. All they had to do was in their mind accept it. All they had to do was accept it. But they couldn't do that because their mind wasn't ready 
to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ as yet. I don't determine who's saved and not saved by the gospel I preach. I determine the saved by those who do what the scriptures say to do. That's salvation. That's accepting this person who is your salvation. Well, we're talking about this first line in this verse, and I haven't gotten very far on the line yet, but I intend to. The line says, 20, 22nd verse, Ephesians 4, that you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man. Add Romans 6 and 6 to it, knowing this, that our old man is crucified. Paul says the same thing in Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ. And now, he says in Romans 6 and 6 that whenever I accepted Christ, it was expected of me to put off the old man. Why? He's dead. He's dead. No life is in him. What you have are memories. What you have are mind ideas. What you have is a messed up mind. It's getting the mind straightened out that makes a difference. And so we'll get to that verse momentarily, not today, but later on, probably tomorrow. So you put off concerning the old man which is corrupt according to lust. Deceitful lust, the scripture says. Put off this old thing called flesh, which is a part of your deceitful lust. Put it off. Get rid of it. Stop it. You say, I can't do that. No. No. You can no, wait a minute. You're not expected to do it. You're expected to trust the Son that lives in you, the Christ who is in you, to help you put it off. You can't stop the things of the mind within yourself. You need Christ's help. Why didn't God save us? in the mind when we got salvation. Why didn't he save us in the mind? It's like this. The mind is where you have the love affair. Whether it's alcohol, drugs, or whatever it is, that's where you have the love affair. Put it off. Your love affair must be for Jesus. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, put it off. Well, i got to go with that. Good place to end. Put it off. I'll see you again tomorrow at this same time. God bless you. We sure hope you've enjoyed today's message from Warren Litzman, another life-changing message. And we know it is because we get so many great responses each and every week from those of you who love hearing these messages. We also want to invite you to go to our website, the Christ Life website. It's christ-life.org. Again, christ life.org. 
Org. There you'll read all about us and be sure and go to the bookstore because that's where you'll find books and tapes and things just like you're hearing on these podcasts. We appreciate you being with us. We'll see you next time. Until then, I'm Brad Wilson, loving the Christ life.